Hallelujah. All right, so we're continuing on with uh, our Garden of Eden series. And um, so last week, we was, uh, oh, I forgot. We got to start with Paul. <laughs> the world of scripture, you know. Welcome to my world. A place where the natural eyes can't see, where your physical bodies can't be, where the last is first, the first is last, the end is told from the beginning. And when it appears as though one is losing, they're actually winning. Where trumpets are depicted as voices, the persecuted righteous don't complain, but actually rejoice. Here, swords are likened to the word, and the demons of bird, the dead are yet alive, the living are actually dead. Blood and flesh are even depicted as wine and bread. It's a place wherein trouble, it's a place wherein the humble are depicted as poor, and the poorer one becomes, they're later found to be that much richer. I'm speaking of no other place but the awesome world of scripture. So please turn off your phones, perk up your ears, and get ready to listen for the rock aquadescence is about to begin to. Hallelujah. All right. So we are in the book of Genesis, you know, um, concerning the garden. And we uh, started chapter three last week, you know, and we have a new character that was introduced into the, into the story. And it is none other than the serpent. Yes. And so, you know, we started talking about the serpent and its subtlety. Uh, it's subtlety uh, last week and how, you know, it spoke to, you know, he's the serpent, um, uh, which Nakash speaks to a hissing and it spoke to a, him being a whisperer and how those whispers that he whispered are devoted, you know, to causing us, to stripping us bare, to stripping us to uh, bare, making us naked. That is causing us to lose our covering from Elohim, from Yah. You know, and so this is what the serpent is devoted to doing in our lives. Amen. Amen. You know, so we don't want to allow that, you know, so the best thing is to, you know, if, and we talk, we spoke about us being in warfare. We spoke about us fighting the good fight, you know, and putting on the, the uh, gospel armor, the, you know, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, girding ourselves around with the belt of truth feet shot with the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, you know, um, sword of the word, etc. You know, so, you know, we talked about these things, and, you know, um, so it is important that we know that we are in a, in a war, that we are at war. It's important that we know that we are soldiers and that we do have an enemy and that we, we, we do have to fight, you know, but it behooves us to know and understand as much about our enemy as possible. Amen. Okay. You know, and so you know, today we're going to learn some more about the serpent. You know, and so this is actually part two of last week, you know, concerning the serpent. And so um we're gonna go back to Genesis 3 5. It says, For Elohim doeth know that in the day that ye eat thereof. Then your eyes shall be opened, liar, and ye shall be called, ye shall be as God's liar, knowing good and evil. True. <laughs> you know, this word evil is raw, you know, number 7451, and it means bad, you know. So we're going to know, um, you know, good and bad. You know, now one must understand that whilst living in Eden, because remember they were living in the Garden of Eden. Anyone remember what Eden meant? 
pleasure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, you must understand whilst living in, in Eden, that is a constant state of pleasure. Mm -hmm. One could not possibly know evil or bad. How could you know bad, you know, if you were constantly in pleasure? Mm -hmm. You know, you, you're living in a constant state of pleasure. There's no way you can know evil or bad. Hence, you know, they were missing out on all the bad the world had to offer. Mm -hmm. right. You know, how dare y'all, you know, keep them from all the bad uh, and evil that the world has to offer. So the serpent, being a nice guy that he is, mm -hmm. devoted himself to helping them see what they were missing out on. You know, we're going to, he going to help them to see the bad and the evil that they're, they're missing out on, you know, so that they can be like him, you know, um, kicked out, <laughs> shunned, doomed, etc. right? Okay, so um, verse six says, and the woman saw the tree, saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. And a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. So what we have here is a picture of the woman that is the priesthood, i.e., the one that Yah has made um, to first and foremost protect and cover His word. Remember, she's the real, you know. So you know, Yah made her to first and foremost protect and cover His word. That's that's the uh some of the most important thing, one of the most important things that he have, yeah. and it's um and it's understanding as well. And secondly, to protect and cover the man, which represents the prophet, actually choosing to adhere to the serpent and his word, um by her actually choosing to adhere to the serpent and his word, it actually made the serpent and his word her Elohim. Mm -hmm. And when when uh Adam followed behind her, it made the serpent and his word his Elohim as well, mm -hmm. instead of Yahuwah Elohim and his word. Mm -hmm. See, because Yahuwah Elohim and his word was no longer ruling over them. Remember, scripture teaches that, you know, that whom ye, ye yield yourself to, to obey, that's who serving ye are. Yeah. Amen? Amen? You know, so it's rather Yahuwah, you know, um, Righteousness unto Yahuwah or wickedness unto Hasatan. Hmm. So you only have two choices. See, and this is something that a lot of people get, get mixed up with. They don't they don't understand it. They only have two choices. Hmm. It's either you choose Yah or you choose Satan. Hmm. You know, he said, No, I choose me. Hmm. You actually chose Satan. Yeah. You know, because there's only two choices. And your choice, you know, extends from Satan. You know, so you know, uh, unless you're following Yah, then it extends from Yah. So it's, it's only come from one or the other, you know. So, you know, you have to uh, realize that at the end of the day, where the rubber meets the road, there's only two masters. You're going to follow one of them, mm -hmm. you know. And so, you know, even when it speaks of Yah came to set us free, he didn't set us free so we can do what we want. He set us free so that we have the freedom to choose mm -hmm. who we shall serve. Amen. Amen. You know, so uh, it's one of the reasons I, I love uh, uh, Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. You know, as for me and my house, we choose Yah. Amen. Yeah. You know, so this is actually what happened. You know, we here it is. We have a woman that is the priesthood who was actually made to protect and cover, you know, the word of Elohim and man, 
you know, actually choosing to adhere to the serpent in his word, thereby making the serpent in his word her Elohim and Adam's Elohim instead of um, Yahuwah Elohim in his word, you know, under the guise, all under the guise of understanding the wisdom of evil. See, because she had some wisdom um, of good, but she wanted to experience, she wanted to know evil. She wanted to know evil. She wanted to know what bad had to offer. She wanted to know the wisdom of, of, of bad, the wisdom of evil, you know? And she was drawn to the allure of becoming gods themselves. You know, don't fall for that. You're going to be a servant. You know, it's just a matter of who you're going to serve. You're never, you're never going to be um, um, anything more than a servant. But that's a good thing if yeah. you're serving. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Amen. Yeah. All right. So um, Genesis 3, 7. And the eyes of them both were open. And they knew that they were naked. Mm. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Amen. Mm. All right. So naked is around, you know, and it came from the root around, meaning to be or make bare. And so this is what we're talking about. You know, Satan's um, or the serpent's job is to, he's devoted to causing us to become naked that is stripping us making us bare stripping us of our covering of the most high l so we're actually being told here that the woman or the priesthood and the man um, which represents the prophet understood that they they not understood that they both were stripped of Yah's covering now that they didn't have this covering you know they they knew something was missing mm -hmm. they they knew because for the first time they felt guilt Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they knew they had went against the word of the most high and the only thing they felt was bad so they actually were experiencing evil they were experiencing bad you know so they did get an opportunity to know bad but that's not how you want to get to know you don't want to know bad you know um curiosity killed the cat you know and you know and i, I know some smart alex say satisfaction brought them back you know, but after the night time, he died for good. <laughs> you know, so, you know, yes, lead a curiosity to the cat, you know, stick with Yah. You know, you don't have to learn evil. You don't have to learn bad. You can leave that alone, you know, but, you know, they insisted. So here, here they are. Now they're feeling bad. They now understand what bad is. You know, it's disobedience to Yah. That's what bad is, you know. And so, you know, now that they knew that they were stripped of Yah's covering, they sought to make their own. And this is what verse 7 is talking about. And the eyes of them both were open. Okay, now they understand what bad is, finally. And they knew that they were naked. And sold fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Okay, so now that they know or feel evil or bad, which is the result of willful disobedience to Elohim, i.e., serving other gods, you know, they realize that they've been stripped of Yah's covering. Hence, they attempt to cover themselves. 
with fig leaves, that is with truths. You know, the leaves, the fig leaves represents truths. You know, now, you know, so they attempt to cover themselves. And this is, a, again, this is, this is them trying to be as gods, you know, because you can't cover yourself. You know, only y'all can cover. You know, only y'all can cover. You know, and you know, Hasatan, you know, pretend like he covers his, his people, but he can't cover them because in the end they lose and they die. Right. Amen. You know, so he really don't have a covering for them. You know, even though he may pretend like he, he has, he doesn't. You know, because in the end, he's getting thrown in the lake of fire mm -hmm. and everybody. All uh, his children whip him, right? Mm -hmm. right? You know, so he really doesn't have anything to cover you with, you know. And you see here, you know, Adam um, and the woman trying to cover themselves. They're trying to, you know, be their own covering. So, in other words, they're 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 trying to come up with their own, utilize their own wisdom mm. to cover themselves. Can't do it. Can't do it. You know. Verse 8. Come on, first reader, read Genesis 3 8. And they heard the voice of Yahuwah Elohim walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of Yahuwah Elohim amongst the trees of the garden. Mm. Hallelujah. Okay, so. It says they heard the voice of Yahuwah Elohim. And the voice of Yahuwah Elohim speaks to that, you know, which you should hear. You know, and, you know, uh, even though that sounds simplistic, it is actually pretty deep. You know, the voice of Yahuwah is always that which ye shall, ye should hear. You know, and remember to hear in the Hebrew is Shema meaning um, not only to audibly hear, but also to understand and obey. The voice of Yahuwah is that which ye should hear. That's what you should hearken to. Amen? That's what you should try to understand. And even if you don't understand, it's definitely what you should obey. Yes. yes. Amen? Yes. You know, and so they, they, they heard the voice, but instead of, you know, obeying, they hid themselves. Mm -hmm. So they hid themselves, you know, from the voice, from that which they should obey. So they hid themselves from the will of Elohim. Mm -hmm. Can you see that? Yeah. You know, um, you know, verse eight goes on to say they hid themselves from the presence of Yahuwah amongst the trees of the garden. The presence, this word, uh, these two words, the presence are translated from Panim, number 6440 in the, um, Hebrew, meaning the face or the mind you remember um in the beginning series you know we determined that the face represents the mind you know and so here it is you know they hid themselves from the face or the mind of elohim you know now hereby we see a picture of adam and a woman hiding from the mind of elohim consider uh philippians 2 5 let this mind be in you which was also in messiah yahushua you know we don't want to hide ourselves from the mind of Yah. Amen. Amen. The mind that was in Messiah Yahshua was the mind of Yah. Hence, he did nothing except for what the Father told him to do. He did nothing except for what the um, 
uh, what the um, father, uh, he saw the father do, you know, and what the father told him to do and nothing that he did, you know, um, was outside of that guy's or that umbrella of what Yah wanted him to do. So you can see his mind was the same as Yah, as his father's mind, which is supposed to be the same as our mind. Yeah. You know, we supposed to take that mind that was in him, you know, and embrace it and let it live within us. But here it is, we see the picture of Adam and the woman actually hiding from it. You know, so they're hiding from the face of Elohim. And here it is, we're begging to see the face of Elohim. Mm -hmm. Amen. You know, so Adam and the woman hid amongst, it says they hid amongst the trees of the, of the garden. You know, that is amongst its principles, i.e. the fundamental truths. You know, so, and if you think about it, you know, now, you know, I'm going to have to hit you with a say on this. But if you think about it, you know, that's what many people are doing today. You know, they're hiding themselves in the midst of the fundamental truths. You know they're hiding in the midst of the fundamental truths, but they're they're um they're they're intentional they're they're staying away from the will of Elohim. They're staying away from his from from the mind of Elohim, which uh, speaks to his will, way, and purposes. You know they're just hiding in the truths. You know, but they're not they're not act they're not trying to get in his presence. You know they they're trying to stay away from from his presence, stay away from his face. Can you see that? Yeah. You know, Genesis uh, 3, 9, and 10, my next reader, please. And Yahuwah Elohim called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard the, thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, and, and verses 11 and 12, please. And he said, Who told thee thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. All right, all right, all right. So I know Adam gets a bad rep for, um, for, for, for his response, you know, and many may think he's just using it as an excuse. But in all actuality, the woman of the priesthood was made to cover and protect the word of Elohim that comes through the man which represents the prophet, you know, and its understanding. In other words, it was and is the woman's job to keep the man or the prophet from sinning. But instead, she led him into sin. You know, so she was made to actually do the opposite, to keep him from sinning. But she led him into sin. You know, and so... Uh, in verse 13, Yahuwah Elohim said to, unto the woman, what is this thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. Now this word beguiled is not shah. Number 5377, it means to lead astray, to delude. You know, now the serpent, uh, as aforementioned, speaks to hissing that, that is whispering as devoted to strip one of Yah's covering. You know, and this is exactly what he did. You know, he went to the covering, the one who was supposed to be the covering for, for the house of Elohim, the woman, the priesthood. And he beguiled her. 
that is he led her astray amen you know so i you know i, I pray that you can see this because dude don't have no new set of tricks mm -hmm. but the ones he do have are very effective yeah. you know even when you know <laughs> you know they're very effective mm -hmm. you know so how much more so when you don't know you know so so this is this is uh, uh what i want to get into i want us to know you know how he operates you know and so we're going to talk a bit about see what scripture has to teach us concerning the serpent you know in revelations 12 9 it says and the great dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world, he was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. So hereby we learn he has angels for one. So he has he has his own set of messengers. You know, he has his own angels, you know, and he's also called the devil and Satan. You know, he's uh, the dragon, the serpent, the devil and Satan. All the same, same, same. Same, 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 same. And then we have a second witness in Revelation 20, verse 2. It says, and he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. So again, we see the dragon, the serpent, the devil, and Satan, all the same. Right? Okay, so here about, um, we see, we learned that all of them are the same. So now we're going to take a look at, at, uh, Three of these titles, you know, we're not going to get into the dragon, you know, um, we're going to say that for, for another time, you know, for when we're studying the dragon, say like, you know, um, but we're going to holler at the serpent. Genesis 3, 1 says the serpent was more subtle. So we already went over that serpent is a subtle creature, meaning he is devoted to stripping us bare. Of Yah's covering. He's devoted to causing us to become naked, stripping us of Yah's covering. Gotta know that. You know, he's not our friend. You know, no matter what he offers you, like with the Messiah, he offered him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory thereof. No matter what, he, he's not your friend. It's the underlay for the overplay. You know, Psalms 58 4, their poison is. Like the poison of a serpent, they are like the deaf adder that stop up the ear. The serpent will stop your ear. Mm. He will stop you from listening, from understanding, and from obeying God's word. He will stop up your ear. This is exactly what he did with Adam and the woman, is it not? He stopped up their ears. So they would no longer hear Shema, you know, obey um, Yah. They no longer would obey his word. So they stopped, he stopped up their ears, you know, and got them in trouble, of course. You know, they experienced evil. Now they know what bad is. Revelation 12, 15 says, and the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood, you know, after the woman that he might cause her to be carried away um, of the flood. And this flood speaks to a flood of lies. How do we know this? Well, well you'll find out in a uh, couple passages that's uh, coming, you know, but that's what comes out of the serpent mouth 
it lies come out, you know, and water in a good sense represents truth, but in a bad sense represents falsehoods, you know, so or, or lies, you know. Now, recall that sub subtlety spoke to being devoted to strip um of one's covering. Um, and the devil speaks to him being the author of false or malicious statements. So we're gonna um because we, we pretty much went over the serpent last week, but the devil speaks to him being the author of false or malicious statements about others with the purpose of humiliating <laughs> or disgracing them, you know, such as we see the devil got into Judas who went and betrayed um, our Messiah and caused him to become humiliated or disgraced in the eyes of, of the public. Remember that? Yeah. You know, so uh, let's, let's take a look at... Um, Matthew 41 uh, and well let me have my next reader read the, the one two three four five passages on the screen please then shall he say unto say also unto them of the left hand depart from me be cursed into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that soweth them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. Little children, let no man deceive you that he doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the son of Elohim was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and a dove not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. In this, the children of Elohim are manifested, and the children of the devil, whosoever doeth not righteousness, is not of Elohim, neither he that loveth not his brother. Hallelujah. Okay, so Matthew Yahoo, 2541. It taught us that there's an everlasting fire prepared for the devil in his angels. You know, so we see uh, for one that the devil has angels, so he has messengers. So he can he he has messengers in which he dispatched, you know, um as well. <laughs> and but we see that there's an everlasting fire prepared for him and his angels. Amen. Amen. So I want you to see that and understand that so that you know, no matter how it may look on the outside looking in, you know, with his children and his followers, they have an everlasting fire waiting on them. And those of us who follow after Yahushua, we have new Jerusalem, you know, um, and eternal bliss waiting on us. Amen. Amen. So the choice is yours. Matthew Yahoo 13, 38, and 39 taught us that 
the tares in the parable of the wheat and the tares that Yahshua gave, you know, speak to the children of the wicked one. And that the enemy that sold them is the devil. So now hereby we learn that the devil actually has children in the, in the, in the earth. And this is why, you know, I be, you know, trying to help people to understand that, yeah, it's, it's great to help people, you know, but you don't really want to help Satan. You don't want to help the devil and, you know, and, and, and his seed, you know, um, you, you just want to help those who have a heart for Yah or those who want to convert over to Yah. Because, you know, if they want to convert over to Yah, Yah will adopt them, my man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, you know, you have to be cognizant of that. You know, um, now, First Yochanan 3, 7, and 8, I love this passage. I really do. I love this passage. It says, little children, let no man deceive you. Because a whole lot of folks deceive today. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Speaking of our Messiah, Yahshua, who did righteousness. Amen? Mm -hmm. There's no way you're going to be righteous without doing righteously. There's no way you're going to be deemed righteous because somebody else was righteous. Just because Yahshua was righteous don't mean that you're going to be deemed righteous. You have to do righteously. You have to live righteously if you're going to be righteous. You would think that would be common sense, but common sense is not all that common no more. You know, now verse eight goes on to say, he that committeth sin is of the devil. So we just learned that the devil has children out here, right? Now you know how to tell. Now you know how to tell one from the other. Children the children of uh, the good seed of the kingdom. The good seed were the children of the kingdom. And the tares were the children of the wicked one. You know how to tell them apart. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. We just read about it in the beginning, right? For this purpose, the son of Elohim was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. You know, so he that commit a sin is of the devil. Make no mistake about it. And you may look in the mirror and be like, oh, my goodness. I'm of the devil. You know, it's not okay, but don't don't panic. You can choose Yah. You can choose Yah. Be wiped clean of your sins in Yahshua. And then begin to live righteously. And then you can become one of the, the uh, good seed of the kingdom. You can do that. That invitation is extended unto thee, even, even at this time. But there's coming a time when that invitation, you know, uh, won't be extended when the doors will be closed. So I suggest, you know, you get in while the getting is good. Amen. You know, Yochanan 844 taught us that. The children of the devil do the lust of their father. You know, and the lust of their father is the lust of the flesh. Hence, it speaks about him being a murderer, which murder is one of the lusts of the flesh. Speak about him abiding not in truth or lying because that's one of the lusts of the flesh. You know, and not only that, it says when he speak of a lie, he speak of, of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So we know when it speaks about a flood coming out of his mouth, that it's a flood of lies. 
because he's the father of lies. Amen? Because when he's speaking, a lie, he's speaking of his own. First Yochanan 3.10. It taught us that the children of the devil doeth not righteousness. You know, and whoever, whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of Elohim. And it says in in the in this, the children of Elohim are manifest. So if you want to see who the children of Elohim are, then look for the ones who does right, who do righteously. And you're looking at the children of Elohim. And those who who done do unrighteously, you're looking at those that are of the devil. It's not hard to figure out. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. And that's not to say, because I know somebody gonna call me on this. Uh, that's 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 not to say that everyone who sinned is of the devil. You know, because we all are gonna sin. But there's a difference between sinning and living in sin. And there's a difference between sinning unknowingly or mistakenly and sinning purposely. You know, and those who do the latter, who sin knowingly and intentionally and do it constantly, those are the ones who are the children of the devil. Because mm. they're choosing to follow after the, after the devil and do the lust up thereof. Mm. Amen? Mm. All right. Let me have my next uh, reader read Acts 10.38 and Ephesians 6.11. How Elohim anointed Yehushua of Nazareth with Ruach HaKodesh and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the evil, of the devil. For Elohim was with him. Put on the whole armor of Elohim that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Hallelujah. I just noticed something when, when uh when he said that um devil is the evil. The evil. Hallelujah. You know, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Moving right along, right? <laughs> you know, so hereby Acts 10 38 teaches us. And all healing that were oppressed of the devil. So it teaches us that the devil actually oppresses us. The devil actually oppresses people yeah. with sickness and disease. Mm -hmm. That's what we learned from Acts 10 38. That the devil oppresses us with sickness and disease. You know, so you're sick of disease, you know, you can, you, now you have somebody to blame. Stop blaming y'all. You know. And, and if you really want to get to the root of the matter, look in the mirror. Yeah. Say lie. Now, Ephesians 6, 11 taught us that the devil has wiles. You know, and I thought this was particularly interesting. When you look at the word wiles, you'll find that it's the Greek word uh, methodia. Or uh, and it's number 318. It, it's, it's actually from a count. They, they say it's, it's translated as traveling over. Mm 
but it's from a compound meaning um a compound uh the first word meaning is meta meaning um to accompany and the second word is hold hold you you oh number 3593 meaning to travel so when i put that together i i get to come to a company whilst traveling you know um you have one word meaning to accompany another word meaning to travel that to me that says you know one that accompanies one while whilst traveling you know and this is this aligns with, with scripture in our actuality you know here it is. It says, put on the whole armor of Elohim that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. He's actually saying that you may be able to stand when the devil is accompanying you in your travels. Whoa, wait a minute, Pastor. Oh, what are you talking about? <coughs> yes, the enemy will travel with you. The devil will come and travel with you. This is exactly what it's saying, and this is what I'm saying, and this is what I see in Scripture. When Yahshua was in the wilderness, who was with him? Who was traveling with him? They're tempting him all along the way, was he not? You know, so absolutely. He will come upon you and travel with you. Mm -hmm. And while he's traveling with you, you know what he's doing. <laughs> Amen. He's whispering in your ear. He trying to he trying to strip you. He's devoted to stripping you of, of, of your covering of Yah. He's, he's, he's shaking a tree and seeing them seeing things and think things fall out. He's testing you and seeing how strong you are. Amen. Amen. Remember, um, Yahshua told Kephas, Satan wished to sift you as wheat. Yes. You know, so, you know, we see that he came upon Judas, but Judas, he didn't, he, 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 he couldn't handle it. He couldn't resist the temptations. Mm -hmm. He fell victim to the temptation. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, so I pray you can see he'll travel with you. He'll come upon you to tempt you, and, and he'll travel with you. While and while he's traveling with you, he's steady tempting you and trying to get you yeah. far. Yeah. Amen. Okay. So this is what this is what uh what's being spoken here in Ephesians 6:11. Also, let us consider first. Um, Timothy 3, 6, and 7, it says, Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. In verse 7, Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without, lest he fall into the reproach and the snare of the devil. Okay, so hereby we learn that the devil has condemnation and snares. Amen? Now, the interesting thing is, when we look at this word condemnation, we find in the Greek is crema, Number 2917, and it actually speaks to a decision. You know, so um, what's actually been said in 1 Timothy 3 6 is not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the decision of the devil. Remember, the devil is always in your ear whispering, trying to get you to fall, trying to get you to make the wrong decision. The woman made. The wrong decision based upon the word of the serpent. Amen? Amen. We need to learn from her mistake. Yeah. You know, so this is one of the um, ways the enemy come at us through our decision making. You know, he wants us to make the decision he suggests. <laughs> and then also we had 
it spoke of a reproach and a snare. Reproach is uh, one edismos, number 3680, speaking to a presumptuous and insulting or arrogant remark. That's of the devil. When you see one make presumptuous and insulting or arrogant remarks, that is of the devil. You know, and also the devil has snares. A snare just simply speaks to a trap. You know, so I pray somebody's learning something about the devil today. <laughs> Let me have my next reader read Hebrews 2, 14 and 15, 1 Peter 5, 8, Luke 8, 12, Yoke 9, 13, 2, and James 4, 7, please. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise take part of the same, that the that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. First Peter five eight, be sober and vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Luke 8, 12. Those by the wayside are they that hear. They come in, then cometh the devil, and taketh away the word out of their hearts. Least they should believe and be saved. Yochanan 13, 2. And supper being ended, the devil having now put into their heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon, Simon's son to betray him. Joshua 4 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to Elohim. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Hallelujah. All right. So, James 2 14 teaches us that that's, um, Satan, the devil, actually, the devil had the power of death. Key word in that, in that um, sentence is had. He had the power of death. He no longer has the power of death. Yahshua has the power of death. You know, hence he can say we're going to die, but Yahshua says we, we're going to live. And guess who gets the last set? Yahshua. Hallelujah. So um, he don't have that to hold over our head anymore. You know, he can only kill us in this life, but he can't kill us eternally. You know, now uh, in Hebrews 2.15, we're taught that the fear of death comes from the devil. You know, comes from the devil because we don't have anything to fear. We don't have any, we shouldn't have any fear of death because Yah, Yahshua overcame death. Hallelujah. You know, so, and, and if we're followers of him, we should overcome death as well. Hallelujah. You know, so we have nothing to fear. We don't, we, we shouldn't fear death. Can you see that? Right. You know, now, first Kephas, 5 8 taught us that the devil is our adversary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some people want to get all buddy, buddy, and yeah. chummy with um with the devil. <laughs> you can't do that. He's our adversary, and he's as a roaring lion. Mm -hmm. Anybody ever ever um heard a roaring lion? Mm -hmm. You know, you can hear a lion's roar for up to two miles away. If, a, if you stand in front of a, a lion, a roaring lion, 
it can bust your eardrums. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't even touched you. <laughs> you know, I'm, how many of you would seek a wrestling match with a lion? <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm saying this because this is what folks do. Yes. They think they're as strong as the lion. They think they're as strong as the devil. They, they figure like, you know, you know, yeah, they, 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 they buy into the songs, you know, and, and, you know, and they're, they're, they're very motivational and uplifting, you know, and, you know, I got the devil under my foot and all, all that. And you see that devil, you better run. <laughs> you better act like you seeing a roaring lion and get the heck out of Dodge. Amen. Amen. You know, and if, if he's, if he's traveling with you, you better, you better submit, you know, to Yah. You better humble yourself. You know, do do anything you can to get rid of that guy. <laughs> Don't have no roaring lion following you around. It says he walketh about sinking whom he may devour. If he's walking with you, if he's traveling with you, it's because he wants to consume you. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? He's your adversary. Never forget that. And he's not no wimp. <laughs> Everybody talk about him like he a wimp, yeah. you know? Oh, I smacked the devil. Oh, I got the devil under my foot. Oh, I'm stomping on the devil's head. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. You know, I, I like to see you get in front of a roaring lion and say say anything to him. You know, I, I'm here to, I'm trying to paint a picture because that's what scripture is doing. It's painting a picture, you know? Yeah, nobody's scared of the lion when when he uh behind bars. Right. Right. <laughs> but we talking about we talking about a lion that's free. Mm -hmm. There's no bars that can contain this lion. The devil is as a roaring lion that that no bars can contain at this time. My man, you know. Now I'm gonna tell you just how bad this guy is. Luke eight twelve taught us that the devil can take the word out of your heart. Yeah, that's a bad boy right there. <laughs> when you start talking about the devil can take the word of Elohim out of your heart, oh, you got trouble on your hand. Because yeah. you need the word of Elohim yeah. to fight against him. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. He's taking your weapon. You got to be able to see that. If you don't, you're going to be in trouble. He can take the word out of your heart. But that's not all, because Yochanan 13.2 teaches us that the devil can put a word in your heart. It says the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot. <laughs> Tell me he ain't rough. He can take the word of Elohim out your heart and he can put his word in your heart. You ever been sitting around or thinking about something and then you get this wicked yeah. thought yeah. just yeah. pop up? Maybe Satan is traveling with you. Maybe he's walking about you as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Don't let it be you. Well, what can we do, Pastor? Over there? I'm glad you asked. That's why we read James 4, 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to Elohim. This is numero uno. This is our number one weapon. Submit ourselves to Elohim and resist the devil, 
and he will flee from it. You know, so we have to resist him. We have to stand against him. That's what this word resist means. You have to stand against him in opposition to him. You can't just walk and just let him walk alongside you. If you see that he keep putting stuff in your mind, then resist him, rebuke him. Submit yourselves to Elohim. Make certain, see, that's first and foremost. You have to submit yourselves, therefore, to Elohim. That's first and foremost. You have to, once you see this keep occurring, you have to ask yourself, why does this guy keep on traveling with me? Why? Is there some place that I'm not submitted to Elohim? You know, and that's what you have to um, consider. You know, is there a place in my life that I'm not submitted to Elohim. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell him myself. You know, for the longest time, the place that I had the most trouble submitting to Elohim was my finances. Was my finances. I, it was it was real rough, really, really, really rough for me to submit my finances to Elohim. Because, you know, I couldn't see how he was going. How he was gonna provide, mm -hmm. Mm. you know? I, I I just couldn't see it. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't get it. But I know, you know, what I thought I knew how to make money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, um, but it wasn't Yah's way. It was my way. Mm -hmm. We want to do it Yah's way, right. you know. And so the enemy kept attacking me. In that area. And I kept getting these wicked thoughts in that particular area. See, it's a reason why I was getting it in that particular area, because that's the only area that wasn't submitted to Yah. So you have to submit yourselves to Elohim. So if you see Elohim, uh, if you see the devil keep on coming up against you in a particular area then make sure you've, you've submitted yourself to um, Elohim in that area. And then resist the devil with the word of Elohim and he will flee from you. That's how you get with him. You know, don't try no other, don't try no mm. tricks, you know, uh, or try to do nothing, nothing silly. That's how you deal with him. And outside of that, run. <laughs> You know, if you see trouble coming this way, you go that way. Mm -hmm. If you see, and I'm telling you, a lot of times people see the enemy come. Yeah. You know, because I'm a, I've done it myself. I've seen the enemy coming, but I thought I was strong enough to to uh, to to, to uh, you know to go a few rounds with him. Mm -hmm. Boy, was I wrong! I knew which way he was coming. He came that way. I was waiting on him, but he was waiting on me too. And a man against a lion is no contest. You know, and I ain't even, my sword wasn't even all that sharp. I'm trying to cut him and it was dull. It wasn't even piercing him. You know, it wasn't cutting him. You know, he roared and bust my eardrums. Then I couldn't hear y'all. You know, so it was um it was it was big trouble in little China. <laughs> you know, but yeah, 
But yeah, I heard my cry. And he taught my hands to war. And now I know how to fight back. I just call dad. <laughs> you know, I call, I call, I call Abba. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> you know, hallelujah. You know, so yeah, so we're done with the devil. Let's talk about Satan and look just a little bit. The name Satan speaks to him being our opponent. So, you know, uh, when we start talking about Satan, we're talking about our opponent. You know, and so like one of the most famous verses about Satan is in Job, you know, one, six through like, like nine or 10, you know, but we just have uh, verses six and seven here. And then we have Zechariah 3, 1, 1 Corinthians 5, 5, Luke 10, 18, 2 Corinthians 11, 14. My next reader, please. Now there was a day when the son of Elohim came to present themselves before Yahuwah, and Satan came, along, came also among them. And Yahuwah said unto Satan, Whence, whence? So Satan answered Yahuwah and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest standing before the angel of the book, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him, to deliver such an one unto Satan to the destruction of the flesh that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Adonai Yahushua. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven, and no marvel, for Satan himself was transformed into an angel of light. Hallelujah. Okay, so from Job 1, 6, and 7, we learn that first, first of all, the Satan is one of the sons of Elohim. Amen? Yes. From verse 7, we learn that he goes to and fro in the earth, walking up and down in it. Now, I got some news for you. You know, um, when it speaks about him going to and fro in the earth, it's actually stuck. I'm um, speaking about him going to and fro within the church and um, and from walking up and down in it. What you think he's doing that for? Why he's doing it because he's walking, um, going to and fro and up and down as a roaring lion seeking, seeking whom he may devour. He's coming into his enemy's camp. Boldly as a lion. See, this is why we have to have some folks in the watchtower. So we can see when the enemy's coming and sound the alarm. Say mm -hmm. You know, so I want you to see that. You know, Zechariah 3.1, it taught us, it said, Yahshua, the high priest, Standing before the angel of Yahuwah and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. Can you see as an opponent? He's standing at his right hand, which is where Yahshua is, you know, as his opponent, his adversary. You know, now, Apostle Paul uses Satan 
you know, as a way to actually punish uh, some of the, some of the uh, children of the, of the kingdom, you know, or would be children of the kingdom that kind of lost their way. Mm. You know, in First Corinthians 5, 5, he has the sinner, you know, um, delivered unto Satan for the destruction of, of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved one day, you know, in the, or in the day of Adonai Yahshua. You know, and so, you know, that just teaches us how dependable Satan is <laughs> at tearing away at us, you know. Mm -hmm. and if you, if, you know, he's as a roaring lion, you throw some meat out in front of a roaring lion, what you think he's going to do? He's going to consume it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Luke 10, 18. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning far from heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, so he can present himself as himself as light. You know, he can make himself seem like, you know, he's wise, you know. Um, and I guess he does have some wisdom, but it's it's evil wisdom. It's not good wisdom. It's not the wisdom that you want. Do not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You do not need that kind of wisdom. Some people have itchy ears and they just, they won't. They want to know all the wisdom. They want the good wisdom and the bad wisdom. They want to be able to make the choice, determine you know what they want to keep and what they want to throw away. It don't work like that. You know, stick with the good wisdom. The, the bad wisdom is not going to do anything but separate you from the good wisdom. You can't have both of them simultaneously. It's impossible. It's either one or the other. You know, this is why we see Adam and the woman, they chose, they was with Yah, they chose the other, now they about to get the big shoe. Now they, they can no longer live in pleasure anymore. They can no longer live in a state of pleasure. I'm getting ahead of myself, huh? Uh, all right, never mind that. Uh, 2 Corinthians 11, 14 says, and no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So again, you know, he can come at you as if he's the angel of the most high. But in all actuality, he's the wicked one. So you have to be on guard. Amen? Yes. All right. Uh, let me have my next reader read. Well, I can read it. Second Thessalonians 2, 9 says, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and wonders. So hereby we learn that Satan has power. He has signs and he has nine wonders. Emphasis on lying wonders. So, in other words, he has technology. You know, technology works within the confines of Yah's will, way, and purposes, of what laws he put in place. You know, it doesn't bend his laws, it doesn't break his laws. It cannot. It can't do anything outside of his laws. It only makes it look like he did. Amen? That's why it's lying wonders. You know, and then 1 Thessalonians 2.18 says, Wherefore, we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. Satan can hinder you. Don't think that you that big and bad and righteous that Satan can't hinder you. He can't. You know, Revelations 2.13 says, I know thy works and where thou dwellest, 
even where Satan's seat is, and thou holdest fast my name and has not denied my faith, even in those days where Antipas, my faithful martyr, who was slain among you, where Satan dwelt. Satan has a place on the earth, and he has a throne. This word Satan's seat is actually Satan's throne. He has a throne. He's ruling down here. He's ruling over his children. Don't get it twisted. He is a king, but he's not the king of kings. Right. Revelation 2 9, I know thy works in tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Yahudah and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Mm -hmm. So lastly, I want you to know that Satan presents himself also as a God, mm -hmm. and he wants to be worshipped as a God as the God of this world. And there are those which say they are Yahudah who worship him because they're not true Yahudah. They're not true confessors of Yah. They don't truly trust in Yah and confess him over their situations and circumstances. But they are the synagogue of Satan, that false light, you know, and there are, you know, his angels, his, his, his messengers you know, that teach wickedness. You know, um, just yesterday, uh, uh, my wife um, was uh, reading something to me. She had ran across on, um, I don't know uh, what it was, one of the social media or something. Um, and it was about uh, um, Benny Hinn. And he was repenting for the prosperity message. Mm. You know. Benny? Yeah, Benny. To the hand, yeah. <laughs> you know, he was he was actually um, repenting for the prosperity message. Mm. Said he would no longer teach that doctrine. Mm. You know, and he would no longer associate uh, himself with that doctrine. And, and all those that learned that, please disregard it. You know, um, <laughs> that got that from him. You know, so you know, I that was I mean. To me, that was huge. Yeah. You know, to me, that was huge. You know, so, um, you know, not, my heart still says, bring ye fruit worthy of right. repentance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> but it's a, it's a start. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but my point is, there are some Yahudim out here that are not true Yahudim, but are the synagogue of Satan. Yes. You know, and so we have to understand this, you know, um, you know, how can we tell tell them apart from the true Yahudah? You know, the righteous are of Elohim and disobedient are of the devil. So I pray that this helps everyone to know their enemy just a yeah. bit better so that we can not only fight the good fight of faith, but fight it and win it. Yes, Amen. 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 That's all I have for you today. Prayers and blessings. Amen.